The biggest hurdle between me and eating healthy, delicious meals for lunch is decision fatigue. Honestly, by the time lunchtime rolls around, I've already made like a thousand decisions from what my toddler should wear to how much I want to argue with her about how you have to brush your teeth in the morning, you know? <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, I absolutely agree. And like I have taken to doing meal preps or like buying a bunch of ready to eat meals to like heat up quickly. And I recently tried Factor. And let me tell you, Factor is like 12,000 steps above and beyond any ready to meet eat meal I have ever tried before. That's right. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started and get after your goals. I tried the two-minute meals where I could fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. And they also offer pancakes, smoothies, and more. There's a wide variety of easy options throughout the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Plus, there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Factor is also flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution when you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And you don't want to make any more decisions because you're exhausted, like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 and use code justbreakup50 to get 50% off. That's code justbreakup50 at factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 to get 50% off. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who feels like the energy she put into her relationship isn't the energy that she's getting back from it. Mm. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Right. We are not professionals. We are not trained in this. We have no, you know, degrees or certification in relationship advice. We're just here to offer our humble musings uh, <laughs> <She yells. laughs> to hopefully shed some understanding or maybe some we laughs on are the humble. <laughs> <laughs> More like musings, you know. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love. So please take our advice as you see fit in your life. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Let's get into the letter. All right. Our letter is from Bad Advice, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from The Void. Hi, Sam and Sierra. I've been feeling like my friend's advice about my relationship is super negative. So I'm ironically writing to just break up in hopes of receiving advice to, well, maybe not break up. <laughs> Last year, my boyfriend, we'll call him Mikey, he, him, got into a pretty bad car crash. We had been dating for a little under a year and I went from a somewhat new partner to his main support system pretty quickly. He was in the hospital for about two months total, not all at once, recovering 
recovering from injuries and various surgeries related to the crash. I kind of put my life on hold for him. I was with him every step of the way, providing care and comfort and talking to his parents when they couldn't be in town. I slept in the hospital a lot because he wanted me there, and the nurses thought we were cute, so they let us get away with a lot. He asked me to do these things and even got upset if I left the hospital for a break. Thankfully, he's doing a lot better now. Not totally out of the woods, but life feels a lot more normal. The thing is, over the last seven or eight months, since his health has changed from, holy crap, this is scary and awful, to some days we even forget about the accident, things are going pretty well. He's changed his priorities a lot. It was like he needed and wanted me there when things were scary, and now I feel like an afterthought. He has a new friend group that I don't get along with very well from a new job he got after disability leave, and we see each other a lot less, going from weeks straight of being by his side to maybe one or two nights a week that we see each other has given me whiplash. And it's sad to think that he might have just been using me for the help when he needed it. I can tell that he loves me and cares about me, but it feels like he's taking a step back from me and even said no to times I've asked for help, saying that he doesn't really have the energy to help me out. Then he turns around and has plenty of energy to be there for his friends and other people. The other day, my best friend gave me advice that has been piercing my heart. She said, Mikey cosmically owes me for how I took care of him last year and that it's ridiculous he doesn't realize that. As awful as it sounds, I kind of feel like she's a little bit right. I didn't do any of those things expecting anything in return. I love him, and of course I was going to be by his side, but I feel like that energy just isn't reciprocated. I came in as a serious partner would, and now I'm getting super casual partner energy back. I don't know what to do. I'm hoping you both can either shed some empathy light on how to understand Mikey's action or give me a ton of tough love if it seems like I'm being a little bit too much of a doormat. Mm. All right. Bad advice. Thank you for writing to us um, and for asking us this question. I'm really glad that Mikey saw got through that um that car crash and I am really yeah. thankful for the fact that you were willing to show up for him and, and be there by his side. Um, and I'm sorry that you're now in this position where you're feeling like, uh, things were really serious during that car crash after that car crash. And, and that now it feels like you're kind of on the back burner. You're not getting the love and care and help that you need in this relationship. Um, mm-hmm. it's a hard place to be. And, in any case, um, but especially, you know, when it feels like you've put a lot of energy into something and, and it feels like you're not getting enough back for yourself. Yeah, totally. So we're going to offer you some love, some uh, attention of our own, uh, and we're going to offer you some advice as well once we get back from this quick break. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says Quince. Quince. 
You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darling. Thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this letter. So we're going to offer you a little bit of both of what you ask for, like a per, some empathy, I think, perspective shift and a little mm-hmm. bit of tough love. Um, mostly, I I, I want to start with the idea that um, love isn't transactional. And you know that. Like, I think that even if he... You know, I I would hope that if he broke up with you today, you would say, I would have still chosen to show up in the moment because I didn't know what I know now. And you want to show up for the people that you love, right? And love isn't transactional. We don't say I love you to hear it back. We don't take care of people to be taken care of. Um, And 
it's not a reasonable, I think you know this intuitively, um, it just might help to hear it from a stranger, that it's not reasonable to expect that he owes you to love you in a specific way because you loved him in a specific way. We all choose to like love within our boundaries, yada, yada. However, it is 100% acceptable for you to point out, I don't even want to call them like disparities, but just in this moment, you are not getting your needs met period. Mm -hmm. It is not because of, or in contrast to the ways in which you met his needs. It's just, it's its its own Island because we can't be keeping score, right? We can't say I took care of you Saturday. So you have to take care of me Sunday. Obviously we Mm. do a certain amount of like juggling in relationships, but we can't keep a cosmic tally. Right. I did this. So you should do that. But you can say, I am feeling neglected, not because I took so such good care of you then, but because I am a whole, authentic, worthy being that is not getting their needs met. Period. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. This is this seems like a situation where you two are sort of inhabiting different versions of what you want your relationship to look mm-hmm. like, and and this is not an uncommon thing that happens for folks. Um, you know, in relationships that have lasted a good amount of time where it's sort of like one of us is like, I want to sort of move towards something that feels more serious where we're spending more time together, where we're moving towards something that, um, feels like we're kind of consistently each other's person. And the other person is like, not doing that or doesn't envision in that way. Right. There's so many different ways in which our relationships can get, um, derailed is not the right word, but where we can kind of converge or diverge in what our expectations of each other are. And so the important thing is for us to be talking about those things. Like, what do you both want out of this relationship? What are you looking for? And if it, if it can be a place where you both can like flex and, and, and compromise towards each other, where you can find a place where you're both kind of happy. Great. But if it's not, and he's looking for something that isn't what you're looking for, then then we have an incompatibility on our hands yes. and that sucks. And that is, is really challenging, but he doesn't owe you exactly what you want out of this relationship just because you took care of him for that yeah. amount of time. Right. Like this idea that he sort of cosmically owes you, I think is just a recipe for both of you to get hurt because yeah. that is the the only way that I've ever seen the sort of like this person owes me something type of situation happen in a relationship work out like I've only ever seen it work out in both people being very upset about mm-hmm. the ways in which th- one person is being held up accountable to something that like they honestly didn't have much control over right and the other person being like you owe me you owe me you owe me and it's there it's a well that's never going to get filled right like right I don't think he can repay you enough for how scary how much work how it felt to put your life yes. on hold to take care of him right he won't be able to do that because it is never going to happen in the exact same way that it happened to you. So I want to just say that like holding him accountable to this idea that like he cosmically owes you in the same way with the same amount of love and energy is, is a direction that's only going to lead to more and more consternation. So that's why Sierra and I trying to like deflect you into this other way, which is to say that he owes you 
a conversation about the way your relationship is going because he's in relationship with you, right? Not because you took care of him, but because you are in, this is what we owe to each other when we are in relationships with each other. Right, right. Yeah, and you know, they're not wholly separate. I'm just trying to make you look at them separately because you can say what I'm imagining in this open and necessary conversation, you can say things like, since your accident, we it's just, you can use the phrase, you know, we were together so much and now we're not. And it feels like an emotional whiplash. And I don't need to go back to being with you, you know, every single moment of the t- day, but I'm feeling sensitive. I'm feeling like my needs aren't being met, not because of, or excuse me, not because you owe me what you, we were doing in the past, but because things have changed. I, I feel like that's so reasonable, so human to be like, wow, we were spending so much time together and now we're not. And it's making me feel insecure. Can you help me navigate that? Can you make me feel like a little bit more of a priority? Again, it's not you owe me this because I did X, Y, and Z. And and I know it gets tricky because like our brains want to think of things as transactional. You know, it makes a lot of sense in a relationship that I'm going to be kind and respectful to my partner and I'm going to expect that in return, right? But there but that's just like an inherently flawed ideology that is only going to lead to an unfillable well, as Sam says, you know, if you keep count of all of the ways that you take care of someone and you need them to match you, they need you to, um, you know, meet you at your caregiving. Like it, our, our needs are never going to be the same. Our, our love languages are never going to be the same. You know, you were not in a car accident, so he didn't have the opportunity to care for you in that way. Um, I think it's just, it, what I'm trying to say is like, you're not doing anything wrong by having these feelings of like, this feels unfair, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I would be struggling with, I 100% undoubtedly would be struggling with the same feelings that you're struggling with. I think we're trying to just offer you a different way to look at it so that you feel that much more empowered to say, I'm not getting what I want out of this relationship, you know, and, and saying it from a place of security and um, surety instead of from a place of a cosmic imbalance or something that he owes you. Right. Um, I also want to say, like, just as a quick aside, Sam said, like, anytime he's seen something like cosmically owed, you know, um, that it ends in suffering. I also want to mm-hmm. say, like. I have to push back against that sort of ideology like seeping into my brain because it, it, you know where it shows up the most is when I say, oh, well, I cosmically deserved that. Something bad happened to me and I did something <laughs> yeah. to deserve it, right? So yep. uh, I just want to say that like it, that doesn't bode well for me. It doesn't end up well in my thinking if I start thinking about what the world energetically owes me or like the give and the take, like, cause it doesn't always work that way. Bad things happen to good people. You know, your boyfriend could very well pull away from you after you gave him so much. Like that is a, that's a, that could yep. be happening, you know, and that's, that's unfair. That that's energetically mm-hmm. unfair. So if we look at, you know, human interactions and look for fairness and look for like cosmic karma to play out, all of the time, we're going to be really disappointed because we know sure. that bad things happen to good people all the time, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, absolutely. And to some, to turn on the empathy light 
uh, for Mikey as well. Um, I, I want to just say that like, there's probably a lot of different reasons why he's behaving that in the way that he's behaving. And mm-hmm. there's probably a lot of different reasons why he behaved the way he behaved after his accident, where he was asking you to be there, asking you to, to help support him. Um, and I think one of it might be that like, he had a terrible accident and sounds like he almost died. So like, maybe he's like really got a new lease on life and it's just like trying to spend time doing fun things and hanging out with people that he likes and, and all of that stuff. Um, it might also be that like, he's in a place when he was in after the accident where he needed someone, right. And you were there and you were available and he wanted you to be there. Um, and I know it feels like maybe being used, but I don't think it was him using you. Right. You know, like I know I I don't want to negate the feeling of it, but I also want to say that like, I don't think that he was like, Oh yes, you know what I'll do to bad advice is that I will, I will ask her to stay with me and be with me. And then I will leave her afterwards. But I, I just need like a warm body for right now. Right. right? Like, I think that he probably had feelings for you, probably really loved you. feelings. Yep. Mm -hmm. For sure. Absolutely. And was like, I, I need this person here. I need to be taken care of. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I think that that probably played a a part in, in why he was asking you to do that. Cause being in the hospital is really scary. Having surgeries is really scary. So how important would it be to have somebody you love stay there with you and be with you and, and help you through that? So again, it's not like, again, I think we sometimes think about this stuff in like, so black and white terms, right. Where it's like either he like wholeheartedly loves me Mm -hmm. or he was using me the whole time. And it's like, everything Mm -hmm. is so much more complicated than that. Or like he is now, giving all of his energy to other people because he like is taking me for granted. Right. And it's like, he's giving his energy to lots of other people because of a lot of different reasons. One of which may be because he's taking you for granted, in which case, like we want you to have a conversation about what that looks like and how that feels for you. Yes. But it might also be because he is, you know, again, like trying to spend time with people that he really likes, or he's excited about this new job and these new people that are in his life. Right. There's a lot of different reasons. So I think it's, it's important to not come into this with some preconceived notions about like what did or did not happen, what he is or is not feeling, what he was or was not thinking when he was in the hospital, but instead saying stuff like, I'm not getting what I need out of this relationship right now. I'm having trouble because we went from spending a lot of time together you sort of asking me to be there for you in this way to a place where it feels like you don't need me anymore. And when I need you, it's, you're not really showing up as much, right? Like to talk about the complicated ways in which you both are interacting with each other rather than saying, again, there's like some sort of rule sheet that everyone should be following that we should all know and understand. And that if this happens, then it means this and it can't mean anything else. Right. Cause there's, We are way too complicated to have some sort of flow chart that tells us exactly what every sort of action means and what yeah. we're, why we're doing it is really clear to us. And I want to touch on one more thing before we send you on your way. Um, I said earlier, like, it's not reasonable for us to expect other people to love like we would love, like we all love within our own boundaries. And it sounds like you maybe overstepped your own boundaries during that very stressful time in which he needed you a lot. It sounds like 
maybe, you know, you literally said the words, I put my life on hold to be there for him. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is so generous and kind and caretaking and nurturing of you. And I'm not sure you probably felt very nurtured during that time. And we are only responsible for advocating for our own nurturing when we need it. Like you have needs met that aren't being you have needs that aren't being met right now. Um, and you had needs yep. that you were for foregoing when he was in the hospital. And so I just want to remind you that being lovable, being a caretaker is not just about foregoing your own needs to, to give up your life, to take care of someone in their immediate moment. Obviously you did the right thing. He needed you. You did what felt right to you. But I also mm-hmm. just want to empower you a little that it's, you don't, there's no cosmic tally out there that needs to justify you more to have this conversation with him. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm telling sure. you right now, you deserve to talk to your partner and say like the dynamic that's between us right now isn't working. I need more from you. It's not because mm-hmm. you took care of him in the past. It's because you are a great partner who is in a, re- a reciprocal relationship who isn't getting what they want. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and I don't want you to forgo your own needs again as a means of loving him in the way he needs to be loved. Because how mm. we need to be loved changes in time, too. He needed you a ton there. And now maybe he doesn't need you as much or he needs you in this particular way. But you don't need to fold your needs up in the shape of his needs all the time, is what I'm saying. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. All of this to say that... Um, it doesn't mean that it hurts any less to feel yeah, like you're I, being I would totally taken for feel granted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or that it it doesn't mean that our tender hearts or our, you know, imperfectly wired brains aren't telling us that this is how it should be, even though it's not, right? The the sort of the railing against the unfairness of all of this is totally understandable and and can hurt so much as well. So like Sierra and I are trying to to be practical. We're trying to help you sort of see the forest for the trees and also to say for, to you that this is really hard um, yeah. and that we're with you in this. And, um, and it's totally understandable that you are feeling a lot of different things about yeah. this whole situation. And your feelings are absolutely valid. They absolutely make sense. Of course, you're feeling slighted. Of course, you're feeling like, well, why can't he give me what I gave him? And and all of that is really real. And it's not the only truth that exists out there. It's not the only yeah. thing that we can believe about what is happening in this situation. So take all of this in whatever way feels good for you. And just know that we're, we see you. And uh, we hope that you're able to come to a place with your partner that makes you both feel like you're in this together. Absolutely. All right, my darling, thank you so much for writing and we hope this helps. Thank you so much. We love you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like more content from us or if you would like ad-free episodes, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll re- you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode. That's patreon.com slash pod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. 
Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Chess Breakup is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his music and his podcasts. And remember, love is not transactional, but it can be insufficient. It can be needy. It can be distant. We always have the right to talk about the dynamics that are brewing in our relationship. There, there doesn't have to be a tally. There doesn't have to be a deficit. We have the right to ask for what we need regardless of the circumstances. And if all else fails, just break up. <laughs>